Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kingdom Conversations Women's Edition. My name is Crystal. I'm here with Tori and Alicia. Hi, ladies. How are y'all doing today? Good. Um, I'm actually, we're just going to talk about a couple of topics. Um, One of the topics that we're going to go over is the roles of the family, starting with the role of the wife and the husband. We'll kind of expound on that. We touched on it in the marriage edition, but we'll kind of expound more on that. We'll also talk about power couples, and then we'll have a hot topic at the end of our session, um, dealing with blurring the lines of the gender roles that the world's pretty much um, doing right now. So I'll start off with the roles of the wife. Um, I know with me growing up, I um, pretty much, I knew like in church, they would talk about the help me. Like the wife is supposed to be the help me. The woman's supposed to be the help me. And honestly, I did not know what a help me was. I'm like, what is a help me? I know I, I just knew that a help me was supposed to help, but I didn't know what they were supposed to help with. It's like, okay, so you just help your husband. And so I looked at my own, my mom, as to what a wife should be, but I never sat back and asked my mom, what's the role of a wife? You know, I just I just looked at her and made my own idea as to what a wife was. So I just saw her, you know, pretty much take care of the family. She was cooking. She was cleaning. Um, my dad came home. She always made sure my dad came home to a clean house and food on the table. So that was my idea of what a wife was supposed to do, you know, basically take care of the home, which w- wasn't a bad concept. It was just not all of it. So... um once I came into the knowledge of the kingdom and once I got married, I realized that the role of the wife is also to support the husband. And that doesn't just entail in supporting him with the home, it's supporting him with the vision that he has from the father. And being married, I also realized how important it was. And me and Octavian have spoke on this and also myself and a couple of my girlfriends spoke on this, like how it's really, really important to marry someone who puts the father first because he has to put the father first in the family in order to hear from the father. He has to stay connected to the source in order to know where the family is going, where they shouldn't go, all of that, and how important it is for the woman to submit to her husband and not, you know, have her own vision or her own way of doing things and not wanting to submit to him. Um, so that was one of the things that I felt was so important, um, that I learned is to allow my husband to be that source and to trust that he's listening to the father and to trust his leading. Um, so that was my, as far as the woman's role goes and how much the coming into the ministry, which is the empowerment of faith kingdom center, center for ambassadors coming into the ministry knowing, well, learning that that's my role as one of, one of my roles as a wife. So um, if one of y'all just wanted to kind of add to that or. I can definitely um, 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 identify with you, I guess, because I, like you were saying with the help man, like I really didn't know, I know I was supposed to help and stuff like that, but you know, how? Because right. um, I know I mentioned it um, 
when we did the marriage edition, I really just didn't have, you know, an, even an example to see, you know, what that was. Like my idea came from TV. And so then when I hit college and then feminism, I was introduced to feminism and then, you know, that whole thing of not wanting to cook and clean and, you know, just how the ideas around feminism is with me. And so I really started kind of, um, I don't want to say I kind of, I was like, I was deep in it. Like, you know, I went finna cook and clean. I remember when, at one time we were, we had just got married. I was like, yeah, I'm not making your lunches anymore. You can do that. But it was... <laughs> It was, uh, like you said, coming into the ministry and understanding, you know, understanding I'm support, uh, understanding, like, I, I don't know if y'all remember, but we got the example that the man is the foundation of the house right. and the woman is the support, like the walls and right. stuff. And so when I got that and I understood it, doing things like cooking and cleaning, it just not saying that, you know, that's all I do, but they were easier. You know, it's part of taking care of the house. It's part of you know, supporting my husband, like, um, and I'm pretty sure y'all can identify, you know, they, they have a lot to do. And mm -hmm. sometimes if we don't put good food in front of them, what are they going to eat? Like not saying they can't feed themselves, but I know for me and mine, he'll, he'll eat whatever he can get his hands on. And so just really when I came into understanding that he has the vision and understanding that, like you were saying, Crystal, he has to stay connected. Like he needs that time to just be before the father so that he can you know lead our family because uh and i believe demetrius mentioned it last time alicia just being a black man in america is just a lot on its own and just having uh i guess understanding the my role as a woman and how i'm support him and help him like it just it made those little things easier right. like because at one point i was like I ain't finna cook and clean. I ain't finna do all that. And then I went through a whole point where we can both do it, you know, and not, not saying that he can't, like, he can cook, he can't, like, you know, y'all get what I'm saying, right. but just, um, I was just fighting, like, the, just the roles and, like, resisting, like, to its fullest. So, yeah. Did that answer the question? Yeah. I totally yeah. understand okay. that. <laughs> Both of you guys are making some really good points. Um, but before I give some feedback, I forgot to introduce another member of the podcast that we have. You just can't see the member. Um, but I have my daughter, Anaya, with me, and she is in my lap. So I just wanted to put out a disclaimer to our listeners and to my co-hosts. Um, that my boss, I just couldn't get rid of my boss today. So if you hear a little background noise, then that's what that is. Um, but you guys are really making some good points. And one of the things that stuck out to me about, you know, when you were talking about the role play is generally when people think about role play, I feel like that's what their mind immediately goes to. Like the woman being in the kitchen, taking care of the household, you know, and it's so much more than that. And and also, I guess a question I had was, to you guys were, do you feel like that is the place of a woman? You know, I, I use that place lightly because I know, you know, that can be um, controversial. But I guess what I'm really getting a sense of, do you feel like as a woman, it is your responsibility and role to cook and clean? No, to help to come cook all my meals and clean my house, I would so do it because 
it frees up your time to focus on other things. It frees up your time to, you know, your husband may have 50 businesses in his head. It focuses, it, it allows you to be there. It allows you to spend more time with your kids. So not necessarily do I, I won't say I feel like that's her place and, you know, to be just so wrapped up in those roles because, I mean, if you had to cook and clean your house all day and you're the only one doing it, you would be mad. I'm sorry. You would just be frustrated with having to do it all the time, especially if you got kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a lot. So I wouldn't say that, no, that's not, it's, it's a part of life and having your family and taking care of your kids, but that's not, you know, your sole identity as, you know, people like to make it as. As ambassadors, we're here for so much more. You're not here to just... Mm -hmm. and it's a little, little it's on topic I promise but me and my dad were just having this conversation of just how much people don't think for themselves how much societal norms and the culture just tells you you know what you should do what you shouldn't do and if we just and just I guess the answer come back around to your question Alicia like no essentially no if we get caught up in that you you, you waste I don't want to say you wasting time but you have so much more purpose in you, yes. so much more for you to do as a woman supporting your husband, because as a woman, man has the vision. And so as a woman, we got everything in us for that vision to come to life. We have everything to like, it really just goes back to that women are incubators. Like the man gives the woman the seed and the whole entire baby comes out. So when your husband has his vision, you, you're the one that's going to make that come to life. Like. And and that, and I and I when I think about vision, I think a lot about when me and my husband first got married. I was doing all kind of things. Like I had I had an organization, you know, I was doing stuff in the community, and it was almost like my husband was just agreeing to like whatever I was doing. And it's so funny because me and him were so frustrated with each other on so many levels. Like I wanted him to lead, and he didn't like the way I was talking to him. And looking back at it, I probably could have said something crazy to him. Who knows? But, um, and not saying that as a woman, like I still can't do those things, but what I'm, what I'm doing should complement his vision. And so, I mean, yeah, I did stop doing those things that I was working on, but it doesn't mean I won't go back to it. It's just not the focus right now. It's not, um, it's, it needs, it needs to complement. And so it was being a distraction. So yes, I gladly let it go. It doesn't mean that, you know, I won't get back into it. It just takes time. Like there has to, we learn all the time about balance and just, um, yeah, I just, I'll let you talk, Crystal. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that, that when you said, um, when you were doing your vision and DJ was helping you, how frustrated you were, um, that resonated with me because it wasn't until I realized that I needed to let Octavian lead in certain things that I started realizing that I can relax a little bit. like okay, this right. is, I can just kick back and relax. And how, like, he has the strength to handle certain things I can't handle. And I need to allow that to happen so that I'm not trying to put my hands into everything and then I'm all frustrated. And it's like, I'm out of order because, like, I'm frustrated for what? You know, I don't need to be frustrated. I I, I need to allow him to do his his part and I can relax and do my part. So yeah, that really resonated with me when you said that. Yeah, me too. And it, it reminded me of just, um, Tori, when you were like sharing, it took me back. It took me back to a time to where, so when Demetrius and I first got married, um, I was in grad school 
And by the time I was getting ready to graduate, um, we were getting ready to have our first son. And I remember him saying to me one day, he was like, you know, I really don't want you uh, to have to work and, you know, stuff like that. And um, he was like, I think when Judah comes, like, you should just stay at home. And in my head, I was thinking, like, what in the, like, what you mean I'm going to stay at home? I have worked for two, you know, and a half years in this degree. Like, this wasn't a part of the plan. And so, um, but I didn't say it out loud, which is kind of surprising because usually I, I do, uh, I'm working on that. But <laughs> I do say say what, um, you know, what I'm thinking and, and try to communicate that. But um i just remember like in that moment like okay holy spirit so what is the plan for our family you know we're getting ready to now it's not going to be just me and demetrius it's going to be you know all of us and so it really was another reminder that um you know we talk about how in kingdom there aren't two visions yeah there's one and so that's what you guys are really talking about. Like, how does that look when it melds together? And for us, you know, that meant like me not um, using my degree, so to say, even though I use it every day because uh, my, so my degree is in counseling mm-hmm. and Lord knows there's a, a lot of things going on to where I can use those skills. But um, I am working from home, helping Demetrius in our business. And my primary role right now is our family. And so, and I think, and Tori and I have that in common. And so, um, you know, how that looks as far as our roles is not that I gave up anything. In fact, you know, I love my life probably way more than I would have, you know, working full time and then still having to take care of my family Mm -hmm. and those sorts of things. So I look at it as a blessing that I'm able to spend time with my kids, to see them grow up, you know, to be available when my husband comes home, that I'm, you know, here and get to spend time with him. So it's really a blessing. And like you were saying, Crystal, as far as like not being um, overburdened or frustrated, like is almost, yeah, a relief because we're working towards the same goal. And so therefore we're able to split, you know, the workload. Right. And I can identify with that, Alicia, because I know when I I was working, when I had my first daughter and I told my husband I wanted to stay home and he didn't believe me. And so I had to go to work. (laughs) And it's so funny, but also like you were saying, Crystal, like I was at at the time, I was really going back and forth about quitting. Because I really believe that the Holy Spirit was telling me to quit my job. And eventually I ended up doing it. But I remember I actually uh, actually talked to Dr. Larry about it. Because I was like, we got to do this, this, X, Y, Z. And he was like, that's not for you to worry about. And I was like, you know what? That's not for me to worry about. So, and when I really got in my position of understanding, you know, that's for him to take care of. And understanding and trusting my husband that he's being led by the father. He He's the source and he's going back to his source. So it really is like you just you, that burden is released, like you know how you were saying, Alicia, just being able to be home with your kids, and you know when your husband comes home, you you're, you're fresh for him. You know, like I was just telling my husband, you know, I'm so grateful that I get to stay home with my kids. Like I get to see my kids grow up. Like I get to see these little moments of like um, just them doing stuff that kids do, like. Recently, we bought Gabriel a helmet because he kept hitting his head. But 
you know, I just get to have that time with my kids. And I'm just so grateful to the father as well, because I, if you, if I would have been, if you would ask me five years ago, if I'd have been doing this, I probably would have cussed you out yeah. because staying at home was just, I was all into feminism. Like I was deep in it, but I'm seeing how valuable I am to my family when I'm in position. So, yeah. It is. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. It is just so interesting. Um, I don't know if y'all see it, but I just see how like we're at so many different levels of that. Like Leisha, you've been doing it for a while. Tori, you just started doing it. For me, I feel like we're transitioning right now. And what you said that it's hard right now for me, um, cause Octavian is getting to that point where he's like, cause I'm, I'm like, Hey, I need to get extra hours. I need to do this. And he's like, no, mm -mm, we're not doing that. And it is, it's difficult cause I have, you know, I'm a nurse. So I have a patient that, um, I feel like I need to be there for, but then it's like, I have a home that I need to take care of. And like my patient right now, um, she's at a point where she doesn't have certain nursing staff available. So it's like, they're wanting me to be there more, more days and all of that. And I'm just like, we could use the money, but then Octavian's like, no, Elohim's our provider. And so it's, it's hard, but then it's like, okay, like I said, I have to allow him to do his part and I can relax and allow him to do what he needs to do, listen to the father and follow his lead on that. So it's just amazing to see, you know, the different levels and where Elohim is taking things. So mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said that and shared that because there are so many women who are still, you know, they have full-time jobs and are working and still have to be available and in position to support, you know, the, the family vision and, and that sort of thing. And so it just shows like you can still do it. Like it's not about not working, cooking and cleaning. It's really about being in position, working towards one common goal and assisting, you know, your husband and whatever is necessary so that you're successful as a unit and right. in the eyes of the father. And that looks different from, I mean, even you guys are kind of talking about like the financial piece of it mm -hmm. and yeah. how, you know, a lot of times, I mean, yeah, that's real. Like we all, you know, have bills to pay and things like that. But the difference for us, you know, as kingdom ambassadors is we understand that, number one, we're not our provider. Like, we're not really responsible for that. Yes, we're a conduit. But as far as, like, making sure, you know, I got to get this bag. No, that's not it. Like, we operate principles. And so by operating in our roles as a wife, and uh, Crystal, even you, in, like, submitting to your husband, that is what opens the door for that financial provision because you remain in position. Right, right. And, and I just want to say briefly, like, we're not knocking women who work full time. We're not knocking right. any of that. You know, it's, this is just, you know, what works for us. So I, right. I briefly wanted to, you know, say yeah. that. <laughs> I just had a little side question because I'm, I'm really interested. Tori, how did you get involved in, um, just briefly, if you, if you don't mind, in feminism? Like, how did that get introduced to you? Like, because I really didn't Girl, even know about feminism growing up, but I was just wondering. I uh, I went to college and I remember it was my first year at Mississippi State and I took um it was social minorities and diversity it was some it was some sociology no 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 I take that back it was marriage and family 
that's what I took. It was at Mississippi State. And I think we just kind of had a brief segment on um what was it? And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Was it it was World War II when women started working? Uh-huh. I, I believe so, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we just had um it was a it was a short lesson on that. And then I kind of like that's when I was really introduced. But when I started um U of M, I was I started heels and I was working about um, raising awareness about sexual assault. And that is when it really just kind of like when, yeah, it really just took off because, you know, I was, I mean, I was doing a lot of research and uh, talking to people who were in the sexual assault community and not all of them were feminists, but a lot of them had those feministic ideas. And so as I'm learning and I'm reaching out to people, they're like, oh, you should read this. You should do that. And before I know it, here I am, like identifying as a feminist and, you know, saying this and that and telling my husband I ain't going to fix him some lunch because he can do it for himself. So, yeah, that's college was ultimately what did it. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to definitely step on some toes because I think people, when they hear, um, I guess, anti-feminism, some people misinterpret that as like you, basically like you, um, man, the words aren't coming, but basically if you're against feminism, then you must be against women. Mm-hmm. When in reality, yeah, go ahead, Tori. No, because you're exactly right, because... I know when I was in it, a lot of people would say, well, you know, feminism is just about equality. And I remember thinking, I was like, well, if feminism is just about equality, then why is there such an issue with feminism? Like, why aren't more people on board? And as I started, you know, learning kingdom precepts and concepts, I'm like, oh, and actually really just learning the origin of it and how feminism got started. I was like, yeah, no, this is so far from kingdom, but also just seeing how destructive feminism is to families you know like we're, we're talking about roles and we're talking about how um just being as supporting how valuable women are to their families but when you take the woman out of her position and you're trying to put her in the lead like that's that's so out of order because it's you know what never mind we just <laughs> won't even go that far but yeah it's just essentially like if you allow it feminism will will destroy a family because what uh, y'all correct me if I'm wrong? The scripture says a woman tears her house down, or how does this? How is the scripture? Y'all remember? Yeah, basically, if you're out of order, then right. you're gonna tear your house down. Versus, right. you know, we're supposed to be builders and that support. Like you were saying, and I think mm-hmm. another thing that people, um, I guess, and this applies to a lot of different subjects, and that is confusing something that appears to be good. Yeah versus what's righteous right and i think that definitely applies to feminism because people are like i mean what do you mean like sorry my boss is talking over me but uh (laughs) people are like you know what do you mean like of course you know men and women are equal and you know we should have equal rights and equal pay and you know and that's the focus but as tori was saying really the hidden agenda is trying to put the woman in the wrong position. And that is like the oldest trick in the book. That's what, you know, <clears throat> that's what happened in the beginning with uh, what we call uh, Adam and Eve, right? When um, Ad- Adam received from his wife when that just wasn't the role play and how it was supposed to play out. And hence we have, you know, 
<laughs> the situation that we have now. And so I think that would really take a couple hours. You know, I really wanted right. to keep going to it, even though you were like, let me just right. put it in. <laughs> Uh, you know. I could talk about it for hours. Like I just like you were saying, like I, I love it. I'm glad that I've been delivered from it. I don't love feminism, that's not what I'm saying, but just um I guess just understanding and what just how I learned because so many women and black women too get into it and I'm fighting for women's rights, like women should be equal, women have it so hard. And I'm like, first of all, who told you you wasn't enough? Who told you that you weren't equal? Who told you that you couldn't do this and that? Like, and they just like think, I don't want to say think for yourself, but get those kingdom concepts in you and know who you are. Because if anything, as a kingdom ambassador, feminism has nothing for me. Feminism is, it's a trap of the enemy and we, we not doing that. So, but yeah, this is. Oh my God. You're preaching. You're preaching. <laughs> the independency, you know, we're really, we were created to be interdependent. That's right. a huge issue that I have with feminism is like, it's just focusing so much on that woman. But what about the family unit? Like, I mean, yeah, so I'm not even going to open that can. Unless Chris will say we can. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about it another time. I, I want to hear more about it. I'm not even going to lie. I really oh, do. Yeah. But um, we did mention the power couples and our hot topics. So we want to touch on those too, unless y'all wanted to add any more to the roles or anything like that. Do y'all want to go? No, no, we can, um, we can go on to, the, on to the, power. the power couples. All right. So <laughs> um, we know in society now that um, people are talking about power couples. I know me personally, the most power couple that I've seen on media is uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Um, so I hope we don't get dinged for that for me saying Jay-Z and Beyonce. But um, <laughs> I just uh, wanted to get y'all's idea of how you feel like power couples versus kingdom couples, or do you feel like it's different? Um, are they similar? So I just wanted to get y'all's um, opinions on that. Um, what do y'all think about, you know, power couples versus kingdom couples or anything like that? And Tori, I guess we can start with you. So I, um, I looked it up. I did Google what's the definition of a power couple. <laughs> and I uh, looked at some pictures, of course, like you were saying, Jay-Z and Beyonce came up and uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle came oh, up. Yes. And one thing is that essentially everything I was reading up was saying is that pe two people who are individuals but they're influential in their own way and i was like wait a minute that sounds kind of like humanism like how are you gonna decide that you're gonna be influential you know and and even and also it was also the financial aspect of it um just uh but ultimately the power couple of just you do your thing i do my thing boom and it's so funny because a couple of years ago, I was actually talking to somebody. I think me and DJ were working on something, but I was talking to somebody and they were just like, oh, well, you know, you, you stopped doing everything that you were doing. And I was like, well, as a woman, you know, my husband has vision. He has these things that he want to do. And why not, instead of us working on things separately, come together? Like, why not? But also, because I've learned to not be so preachy. I like, you know, this is what you should do, but and just talk about my life. But, um, you know, I was like, why not help my husband do that? Because he can do even more if I'm helping him. 
somehow ultimately power couples don't align with kingdom. You know, uh, we mentioned it earlier about, I think you mentioned it, Alicia, about uh, two different visions. There's nothing but that vision. And so this idea that the world is uh, promoting about power couples and both of y'all doing whatever y'all want to do, it it doesn't line up with scripture because like you mentioned earlier, Alicia, that we are supposed to be interdependent. We're supposed to, um, as we we're talking about support with those roles of um, being, I don't want to say being powerful together, but just that concept of a power couple, it doesn't align with kingdom because there is no, everything is integrated in the kingdom. There is just this unique, I don't want to say oneness, but it's just this beauty that the father has created for the family and for marriage. Just even in the beginning with uh, Matsu Izaniga and just how, how everything was set how he wanted. And so just this concept of, there's, if you look at it, there's no power couple in there. They weren't doing their own thing. Adam was given the Adam was given the vision and Matsa before she got Matsa easily got before she got out of order, you know, she was supposed to support that vision. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, this is is in to sum it all up, power couples don't align with kingdom. It's not what I want to say, but just the nice way. <laughs> Did I answer your question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I mean, I definitely agree. I was going to say, I disagree, just to, I don't know, slice it up. I don't know, see what happens. But no, I, I definitely agree with everything you were saying as far as how, like, again, it's that thing about, you know, the concept of good, in which that's probably a whole nother, you know, podcast topic, because that's how the enemy gets in. He is a copycat, and he tries to make things appear like it's desirable and it's pleasant and because I feel like for me when I think of a power couple that's the main thing like it's it's someone that you aspire to be like and you know that has it all together and um they like people put those relationships on a pedestal and aspire to be like them but the trick was you know toward when you were talking about how it's it's about that individualism and, you know, that I got my thing going on, he got his thing going on, and together, you know, we're awesome. And it's like, no, that's not the design. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how awesome you are or you think, you know, how successful um, you think you are, you're, the way that you're defining that success and acting it out is just not what kingdom success looks like. So that's the problem that I have with it. It's like, it's not, and, and first of all, why are we glorifying ourselves anyway? Like, that's not mm. a kingdom concept, you know, in right. itself. This whole power couple thing, like, the focus shouldn't be on me, me, me. You know, I'm here to glorify Elohim. And so, and that's what I want to edify and what, you know, I guess I want people to say about me is, like, not focusing on my um, material things and right. titles and those types of accomplishments. Right now, I completely agree. And even just like, just how people use Jay-Z and Beyonce as a power couple, I'm like, do y'all not hear their music? Do y'all not see how Beyonce is dressing? Like, and that's what y'all want to, like, what, that's y'all example? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry. I don't want to see your tail. Like, you know, cover, like, cover yourself. You, and it's just that, People pick one thing from a couple and decide that they want that to be their power couple or, 
you know, they think that like Jay-Z and Beyonce got this beautiful relationship. Um, like the fact that this man is okay with his wife going out like this, that tells you that they the problem is is much more than just the fact that they can that that they're financially set. Like and and I think sometimes that people just look at the financial aspect of it and say that, you know, they're a power couple and as a kingdom in the kingdom we have no lack. We we are always okay. You know, we scripture tells us that pagans worry about what they'll eat and drink and things like that. So I mean, anybody can be rich. Like if you know how to work the world system, you can make money. Making money isn't hard. It's just that but but my point in saying that is that people just pick money. Like they they pick that this couple that's rich, this couple that looks like they're doing well. In reality, the woman could be getting beat up every single day. And you never know because, you know, he showed up to her job with a Mercedes. And, you know, just things like that. Just, I guess what ultimately I'm trying to say, don't just pick one thing and say, oh, they're great. They have every part of their life figured out. Because anybody can put on a facade. Anybody can show what they want. So, yeah. I have a question about that because it made me think so... Now that we're talking about like what a power couple looks like in that fruit, what would you say kingdom, like a successful kingdom, you know, concept of a marriage, like how can you tell or what are some signs of that? What would y'all say? I want to say one sign is it's based, the foundation of it is the father. I mean, it's glorifying the father. It's um, reflecting the father, um, your reflection of the father in your fam- in your family. Um, people can see, you know, the father through how you act, how you um, carry yourself, how you dress. Like you, like you mentioned, Tori, you know, um, a kingdom woman's not going to be half naked walking around with her husband. Husband's not going to allow it to happen. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. not going to happen. Um, so I would say that's one. And, um, one of the things that I think pastor had mentioned, but also, um, one of my friends mentioned a long time ago is people who really have money like really, really, really have money, they don't walk around flying it. It's it just, it's, they might be shopping at Walmart right next to you and you don't know, a whole billionaire right next to you, you don't know. So um, I would say that's one. Um, so to answer your question, that was. No, it's so funny you say that, because I used to tell people my goal in life is to look like a rich white man and drive me a 1999 Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess uh, to answer your question, Alicia, I guess it's um, I guess back to what Crystal was saying. It's just that foundation, and um, because the the um, you know, the wife she'll she'll make her husband look good, you know, like just have once she's in position, and, and just when that foundation can be what is made to be, everything else will come full circle. So yeah, I guess ultimately I'm just agreeing with Crystal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also wanted to. Well, make... what's your answer to that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you fine? Go ahead, Alicia. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. My my boss was really, really loud. Oh. So I was trying to speak, but I couldn't. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, so what does it look like? Like, how do you know a successful, there's a successful kingdom marriage? Um, I think it could, it could look like a lot of things, but a lot of times you don't see, you know, it, it's definitely not what the world 
would say, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, if you dress a certain way, although it is if you dress a certain way, but like, it's not about the material stuff. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I can say more, but I think I'm going to let Krista go ahead and then I'll chime back in in a second. Um, I'm basically with Tori that like with the power couple, there is division and there is no division when there's kingdom couples. Um, but that is something that the world really does um, kind of push is that the woman has her own vision. The man has, I mean, and it's not even just power couples, just couples, period. Like um, I've talked to plenty of people who the wife is doing one thing, the husband's doing another thing, and that's just how they operate. And they feel like that's just, you know, how a marriage should go. And I'm not going to lie, I've, I've been there too. So, um, but in kingdom, it, it isn't like that. The husband is connected to the source and the wife is there to support um, her husband. And I just, yeah, I just, I'm just like, I wonder what that's like on the inside of those power couples, like how that woman is really dealing with being that, because she's actually leading her own vision. Like, how are you dealing with leading that own vision? Are you really dealing with that okay? Because like we just mentioned, it's stressful, you know? So that was something I, you know, thought about when it came to power couples. So. Yeah, I, I think it's also important to think about like single women. Oh yeah. Um, because, you know, before you do get married, like, you know, I mean, First of all, the scripture says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And so a good wife, first of all, you're a wife before you get married, but you're going to be busy. You're going to be involved. You're going to be, you know, you have your own things going on, quote unquote. And so I know for me, like, I mean, I had big dreams and big things like that I wanted to do, but when I got married, I quickly understood like, it's not about that anymore. I need to be really understanding my husband and what is the vision that the father has given him. And that's not to say that, you know, my talents will go unused and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, Tori, you, you brought up something uh, on those lines and um, that's not it at all. It just may not be the right timing, but I strongly believe that, you know, the giftings and the skills that I've learned, you know, the degrees, the whatever, like it, it has its place. Um, but we just have to be on the father's timing and, and make sure that our priorities are in line. Right. Right. And I'm glad you quickly got that, Alicia, because I didn't quickly get it. It's <laughs> Sometime and it was like I was saying earlier, it was a lot of frustration. It was a lot of well, why can't you do this and why can't you do that? And and just when I got it and I started living it out in my life, like you were saying, Crystal, it's just so much more peace and so much more stress. It's not more stress, it's uh less stress. And um, and like you back to your point, Alicia, like I'm still using my gifts, I'm still using my talents, you know, it's just uh, I guess transferable in a way you know I'm still doing those things that I went to college for those things that I was you know trained to do for my job you know it's still being used it's just a, a different than I expected so yeah right something, yep. something that just came to me when you were saying that Tori is like you said you were still using your gifts like Alicia had mentioned as well and the one thing that I've thought about too is um, not only could y'all be still using those gifts, it could be centered towards the kingdom. 
Because you know, like how you said, you learned it in college, but you learned it in a worldly way. But now it's like you have time to switch it for the kingdom or, you know, make it transferable for the kingdom. Um, I know with me and what I'm doing, you know, I know that Elohim can use the knowledge that I've gained for his kingdom. It's just me going through that process. So, yeah. I just wanted to yeah, add that. We need that, Crystal. We need all of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, did y'all have anything else to say on power couples? I don't want to be one. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Making exchange. Making exchange. Right. Right. Okay, so the next topic is our hot topic, which is the blurring of the lines of gender roles in this world today. So um, in that saying, like, um, I believe one of them is the chest feeding versus people saying breastfeeding. Um, we also have birthing parent. I believe that's what they're saying now. Birthing parent. Is yeah, they're saying birthing parent or birthing person. Person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Um, and then I believe we also talked about it, touched on um um babies being born in incubators. Um and that was a few years ago, but all of that kind of aligns in what I feel like is the agenda of the enemy. Um, just really trying to take gender roles out, trying to blur the lines. Um not allowing it to be a woman's role in which the father um, created us to be the birthing person or the person who actually bears children. We're It's the woman that's supposed to do that. I mean, he made us for it. We have wombs. Men are not created mm -hmm. to birth anything other than vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I just wanted to also get y'all's um, opinions and on that how do y'all feel about the blurring of the lines going on in this world today it's frustrating to say um to say it the least um i was actually trying to pull up a post that i saw um from someone that you know i, I i've actually worked with um but they don't have a kingdom concept of this and again you know the enemy likes to try to um portray things in a way like if you don't agree with that then you know you don't agree with equal rights and you uh, are being discriminatory and evil and mean and you know <laughs> but yet it's like so basically you can tell your opinion and you don't want anyone to get upset about that but if I share mine and it doesn't agree with yours then now I'm you know the devil essentially mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So anyway the hypocrisy is what I guess gets me but um, the whole chest feeding person and thing, it's really, to me, setting up for what's to come. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, exactly what you were saying. You know, I just recently saw, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the rapper, um, I think his name is like Little Nas or something. Little Nas X. Yeah, him. And he had like a whole, you know, photo shoot, maternity shoot. Um, talking about he's birthing, you know, his album. He's pregnant with his album. And of course, it, you know, yeah. 
got a lot of fellows record and a lot of media attention and that sort of thing. But that's really what this is going towards, you know, sad but true. And it's not the kingdom design. I mean, that's common sense. Like, my two-year-old knows that a baby goes in mommy's stomach. Like, he don't walk up to Demetrius looking for the baby. He, you know, he comes to me. So it's like, when we start the creating our own, um, when we start messing with stuff like that, it makes me nervous. Because, <laughs> you know... I'm just, it makes me feel like the rapture must be like about to happen or something because <laughs> this ain't it. And the father is not pleased with that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very disheartening yeah. to say the least. Yeah, I know when, um, me and Deja had saw something, but it had to do with like the chest feeding and the birth in person. And I don't even remember what post we were talking about, but DJ showed it to me. He was like, yeah, so the world got to be coming to the end soon. But uh, it's, I'm with you, Alicia. It is, it is it's disheartening um, in just how fast it's progressing. Yeah. Because we, I just remember as kids, you know, for us, like, it was things were still very traditional. And it's like within the past 10 years, things have escalated. And so, but even if you go back and you watch older TV shows and even some of the cartoons that we watched, it was things were set in place for this idea to come forth. I don't know if y'all remember the fairy fairly odd parents but i think it was cosmo that's the man fairy he was pregnant and i um we were watching uh with my daughter we were watching lilo and stitch and i had completely forgot that pleatly was dressing as a woman so it's just these subtle things that we you know grew up watching and now it's coming to fruition but it's just yeah, the chest feeding and the birthing person. And I remember when I first saw that, especially the birthing person, I was like, wait. Because with my second, you know, I did a home birth. And one thing that I kept telling myself while I was in labor is that, you know, I'm designed for this. You know, I can do this. And those were affirmations that I told myself up until the point that, you know, I was about to birth my baby. And it's just like, I don't want to say you're taking it. You're not taking it away from women. What you're doing, you're messing with the design that the father set in place and like you said alicia like that's scary y'all y'all got some stuff coming for y'all that's all i got to say like i ain't that bold (laughs) so yeah yeah. and it's just it is 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 frustrating man and think if you if you wanna you you chest feed you go ahead and chest feed by yourself as for me, we gonna breastfeed over here and we gonna honor the design like this yeah. Yeah. Yep. It also yeah. reminded me of I don't know if you guys are on Instagram, but I've started I've noticed now that on certain people's profiles it says uh like he she or excuse me, mm-hmm. she, she her pronoun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even, you know, so like you said, Tori, like it's subtle, but it's quick how much mm-hmm. things are changing and um and I can hear someone asking, like, but what's wrong with that? You know, what's wrong? You know, what what's going on with that? And so, you know, as you were saying, number one, it's not the design. Um, but also this humanistic mindset to where I can choose what I want to be. You know, you can't tell me what to do with my body as if we created ourselves. Like, it is not from a kingdom concept. So I feel like if a kingdom, if someone who calls himself, you know, to be a part of the kingdom, 
and you agree with these sorts of things, then I think we first really have to go back and say, is the father my owner? Or am I, you know, do I govern myself? Because if we govern myself, then yeah, I can see how you would agree with that and think that that's okay. But if we say that, you know, the father is our source and we, um, you know, we want his ideas to, to govern and rule and we want to obey his word, then you can't agree with it because he doesn't agree with it. Like, it's not hard to figure, I mean, it's no, like, it's, it's just, it's, it's either black or white. Like, you just either uh, go with what the father's design is or you are out here freestyling and are in disorder. Like, it's really no in-between on that. Right, so that goes back to ambassadors don't have and well, you don't have a right to your own opinion because as ambassadors, we should be loving what the father loves and hating what the father hates. And and I'll like you can ask, but I'm pretty sure that he don't love this chest feeding and burden person because that's not his design. Is yeah. yeah. The one thing that I wanted to add to what you were saying, Alicia, is um how the father made us. Like he gave us free will in everything except what we were birthed to be like he didn't ask me that i want to be a female or you know he didn't ask me those things those are things that the father just he created me to be a female and now i have free will but i just i thought i've always thought that that is important that you know for a female to be a female because elohim created us that way he didn't give us a choice he wanted us he wanted me to be a female and he had a purpose and a plan for me as a female to carry out and if i say oh well he made me a a female but you know i feel like i need to be a man that purpose isn't going to come forward so now i'm totally out of order totally out of purpose and ineffective in so many different ways um the one thing i know we're really not talking about um homosexuality but the one thing that i used to roommate with um uh homosexuals well two it was two girls and um one thing i noticed i wasn't and didn't know anything about kingdom at that time but the one thing i noticed is that they were always arguing like they were always at it they did not have peace in their relationship at all and i'm not i don't know if we're gonna get dinged for this or not but that's just what i experienced is they were just there was no peace they were they were always fighting they were always coming to the refrigerator getting ice to put on their wounds so it was just always you know always chaos and to me that it resonated with me that 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 that's just not the design of the father because he's about peace he's about us having life and life more abundantly and i didn't see that in that relationship and that was just me not even knowing anything about kingdom i was just like you know this just that ain't the way to live that's just not it for me um anyway and then and it's so funny that you share that because, and I know we're not talking about homosexuality, but the whole, like, that community, you know, they push love is everything. And it doesn't even sound like they had a loving relationship in that house. So, because I had an aunt that used to say that, you know, the men were so strong because they always fighting each other. And I was like 11 when she said that. I was like, I don't get, like, why she keep saying that? But like you were saying, there, there's, there's no peace. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, I guess to add to that, one of the things I always just 
thought about because okay first of all coming from like a i guess you could say religious background or you know growing up in church around church or whatever you always hear people when the topic of homosexuality comes up it's like you're going to hell you're going to hell you're going to hell and my thought was always like or or i guess even as i'm getting a hold of more kingdom concepts like yeah we know what the end goal is but how much more of a tragedy is it for you to live your life, you know, not fulfilling your design, like you were saying, Crystal, and and out of purpose, not connected with your creator. Like basically, you're telling your creator he made a mistake. Like, and that you you reject his idea for you. Like that to me is so sad versus being able to accept that, you know, this is who the father created me to be. Essentially, it's it's like the highest form of self-hate. Like that, like you, you hate yourself so much that you feel like you're gonna, you're really someone else. Like, and you convinced yourself that, nope, I'm not this. I'm not who the Father created me. I'm this. I'm that. I don't like that. You know, I don't. And so you, you know, dress like the other thing, and you, you know, put take on the characteristics and doing all of these things. When you know, true acceptance, because that's another thing that they always talk about is acceptance. True acceptance is accepting who you were created to be, not coming up with your mm -hmm. own idea and mimicking and turning into something else. Like, so that's another, I guess, thing I've always thought about was so uh, hypocritical. It's like, y'all preach self-acceptance, but you don't accept yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I, that part, I just, it didn't, I didn't understand. Maybe I'm not smart enough or something, but I, it just don't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, we were really talking about like the whole chest feeding and um, and why that's problematic, you know, as kingdom ambassadors. And I think the simple answer is it's just not the design. Like, and it's really, what it's really doing is setting it up so that men or people or women, but who identify as male or who identify, you know, as because now you can, well, anyway, we're not getting into all that, but whatever you identify as, you know, even if you don't have breasts or even if you don't call it breasts or whatever, um, that's that's just not the design. So I think to some of that topic, like, that's why it's problematic because that's not how the father designed us to be. Right. And with those lines being blurred, it's just so dangerous because, for one, it's, I feel like we've mentioned it, but we've never come out and said it on this particular cast um that the man is the source you know the man is like my husband is the source of our family my husband teaches our family my my husband sets the tone of our family my kids come from my husband through me right and so even just if you think of just the dynamic of just as chess being talking about reproduction you know they my I, my husband can feed my baby with a bottle and I can feed my baby with my body. I can, those are things that I that I do as a woman. And like I think you mentioned it, Crystal, it's just just the just the, the, the feminizing of it, the um just the boldness and just how dangerous that is because what are they gonna I know there are people are saying now they're gender fluid. Is that right? Gender fluid, I think. I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, I've heard okay. that. Yeah, gender fluid or non-binary, that's the term that I'm looking for. Yes, it, I was trying to think just, of that too. Yeah, yeah. Just how, you know, dangerous it is, but you know, you got kids coming up in this and it's gonna be 
just second nature. It's like, oh yeah, it's just feeding, but not realizing, you know, how dangerous what they're saying is doing, you know, just just even using those terms and implementing them in your vocabulary, it's just you've connected with those ideas and you accept accepted them as being normal and just how detrimental that is just to the design of the family. Like even if you just look at man gives baby gives seed to the woman and a baby comes forth. Like even if you just look at that, how much you get out of that. Yeah. Not just with the reproduction, but just how you should live. And so it's that chest feeding, just the term like that is just it's white it's starting to wipe that away. Yeah. But just just that idea that's coming for us. So yeah. Yeah. One thing that you said that was just so um powerful to me is our children. Is you know, our children are gonna come up in this. And I had saw a video, um, I don't remember what social media platform it was, but it was this little girl who had um parents, um that were females and she was like, I call one mama and one mommy. It's not confusing at all. And it was, to me, I'm like, that child is so confused, but they were, that was that what, how they were promoting that it's okay. Like, it's okay. I call her mom. I call her mommy and it's okay. It's not confusing at all. And it's just so sad because it's not that child, you know? And so, you know, we all have kids. And it just, it really hits home for me because I know Joelle and Micaiah are going to grow up in this and I have to instill in them that this is what mommy and daddy, it's, it's not daddy and daddy. It's not mommy and mommy. It's mommy and daddy. And they're going to see it. I mean, we can't keep it from them. They're going to see it, but we have to really instill in them that this is what it is. And these, like the other is, is, is confusion. This is what the enemy is doing. So right and that's what like I used to um even when Dorora like when she first just kind of I've been talking to her for a long time you know family is one mommy one daddy not two mommies not two daddies and it's so funny I don't think I've ever told you this Alicia but I know one day I was talking to Dorora and she was like that's Uncle Demetrius and T.T. Alicia no she said Tia Alicia and Judith she was like that's a family mm-hmm. but you know just instilling in that in her instilling that in her young because um the serpent the old the devil is patient he is very very patient he get them when they're young he gets them as their children and you know 30 years later everything that he put in it came out so yeah just it's yeah Well, I said I was moving. I'm tired of this. I'm about to go to, to some other country or something. But uh, I, <laughs> when you when you bring up the kids and I think about, you know, like just how innocent, you know, even Tori, when you were just sharing that story, like how innocent Dorora is, but yet she could understand that concept and um, just how destructive that idea can be. And, man, it just... It makes me upset, you know, but that's fine because the trip said you be angry and don't sin. So I can be mad and I am mad <laughs> about those concepts and I don't want my kids to, to accept them. But I'm glad, Tori, you explained the importance of teaching and of setting that example and, you know, and that sort of thing. And in addition to that, you know, teaching them to be a light as well so that when, you know, the people that they're around are presenting them those ideas, they can not only say no, but they can, you know, extend light and, and 
prayerfully those people can you know accept light versus darkness so it's it's so so important and um seriously if y'all want to like start a commune and we could just all live together and just you know i mean i'm just saying that's not out of the like i'm just saying just let me know but you know they're doing everything else alicia so it's not far-fetched <laughs> right exactly so um, this is the end of our session, ladies. I really appreciate y'all um, putting in y'all's inputs. I have I learned a lot from just listening to you guys, and I pray it's the same for our audience, that they are able to, you know, get kingdom concepts, learn about the roles, learn about this power couple thing out here, and these blurring of lines. So um, we're just going to go ahead and end this session now, and shalom. Shalom. <laughs>